imagine all life as you know it stopping instantaneously and every molecule in your body exploding at the speed of light. Total Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. Protonic Reversal. With your host, Conan Neutron. Broadcasting from a secret underground lair in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. A gigantic middle finger to everything that is rock about music, rock and roll, and corporate power. The thing is, though... If you don't laugh, you're going to go on a killing spree with sharp and nails. Confidence of a hero or a fool, I wasn't exactly certain which. Could not be more professional. It's That's like a science thing, right? Indeed, indeed, indeed it is. It is a science thing. It is a science place. It is a scientific fact that we're all up in your face. It is time once again for the one, the only, Protonic Reversal. Welcome to it, welcome to it, welcome to it. Tonight's special guest, Mr. William Goldsmith. Uh, Fantastic drummer. Sunday real estate uh, maybe, uh, maybe you heard of them. <clears throat> uh, Fire Theft, Assertion, some band with another guy that uh, maybe you heard of too. Uh, I'm really excited to talk to this guy. Interesting drummer, interesting fella, and uh, we're just going to get right down to it, Boppers. Here he is. Sir, welcome. Hello. Thanks so much for joining me, man. I, I was rocking the uh, Assertion record earlier this week uh that's that's real recent that's like um earlier this i mean every month seems like a year now in covid times of course but uh, that's pretty (laughs) (laughs) when did you guys record that was that uh during the covids yeah yeah so yeah we couldn't play we couldn't play shows or anything so we just kept recording we just started recording kept recording and then just kept going and uh and then we finished the record and then the lockdowns were still pretty much going. So then we just started the second record and we're about, I'd say 90% done now with that record. So. That's awesome. So, so yeah, yeah. were you in a situation where you were able to practice together? How are you, are you doing like remote writing? Like what's, uh, no, no, we were, uh, just, Justin would come over here and we basically would just, we would go to town here. Yeah. So, you know, uh, but, um, and then, uh, but we also have been also uh, doing things remotely as well uh, through Zoom, where he shares his screen. He th- brings up Logic, and then I can hear the audio, and he and I are going God, stuff on there. Technology so. is something else, huh? <laughs> yeah, I know. I was I was really surprised when we could do that. I was like, oh man, we should have been doing this. You know, this this is great because usually we'd wait until we finally would get together. He would come out here every two weeks for like three days. Yeah. And we would just work and we would just work, work, work. And then, um, and then, uh, you know, when he sh- was, when he told me about that, I was like, oh, well, let's do that. That way we don't have to, we don't have to wait to work on stuff. You can I get mean, right he, to it. He, yeah. Yeah. He works on stuff by himself. I mean, he, I have to give him the credit. Like he's done all of the, um, the, the most, uh, heavy lifting as far as like engineering and production is concerned. You know, I helped a bit, but he's really, <laughs> you know, deserves the credit. So. So how about so how long have you guys been playing now? Now my understanding is that uh, it, it was sort of 
Yeah, like like you guys you guys kind of operated in secret for a little bit as, as a lot of bands do. And well, you kind of got it together, right? You know, it, it's it wasn't like a state secret or anything, but I mean, you you've gestated for a while before uh, coming form fully forth from the head of said uh, head of Zeus. Uh, tripped on my know. words and my analogy. Sorry about that. Yeah, no, that's all right. We 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 didn't really. That wasn't really uh, any an intentional thing. Um, really, it was just. Uh, I think. I pretty much, I mean, I, I had, I stopped playing for nine years. So, right. Yeah. So, so the first part of us being a band was actually just Justin and I, you know, getting together and him helping me shake off the cobwebs, you know? Well, and, and, and that's you, I mean, it's not like you, you're, you're pretty busy. I mean, that's, uh, you know, you had some kids, right? That takes a little still bit do. of time. Yeah. <laughs> still do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but was it, was that a planned, just like, Hey, I'm going to take a, a back, uh, let's have this take a back seat for now and then come back to it. Or was it just sort of like life kind of happening and, and then you just sort of felt the fire again? Like what, what was the, and the reason why I ask um, is I'm fascinated by, by folks that take a break or stop. Right. I, I, yeah yeah it it was um uh it it was more of a it was more of a kind of a walking away from it kind of thing right uh it was like uh i just you, you know I, you become a bit disenchanted by things aspects of like just say the music industry onto its you know itself you know it's, it's definitely not the most pleasant terrain to navigate <laughs> and uh yeah. so there's that amongst uh some other things and i mean i don't want to get too heavy but a whole like l- like ridiculously long list of people close to me died and uh yeah i i kind of shut down that's when I, I stopped doing martial arts at that point and then i stopped playing and i i basically just kind of just uh i don't know i think i had like a bit of a what i could only imagine is a bit of a ptsd thing going on yeah and um so there was that, and uh, but it was to the point where I, I didn't even want to listen to music anymore because when I would hear music, <sighs> I mean, less you know, but I would it would make my I would feel this like sinking feeling, you know. Yeah, like so. Mm. God, yeah, it's horrible, I so, and I know that. Um, you know, I get all kinds of emails when I insert myself into the show, but like uh, Scotty from Carp and the Whip was a good friend of mine too. Like, and uh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, he's 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 one of the people on the list yeah and and i i know and that's it's heavy it's been a i mean it's been it's been a heavy year on on my side also and uh you know that 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 will that affects you and people that say that it it doesn't are lying or they don't don't understand (laughs) that how it is affecting them but it'll poison you too and that's that's the worst thing about it so okay so anyway you you've took a step back kind of found and so so talk to me about like finding Finding it again, because because and, and the reason why I bring it up is because you're such a, a you're such an interesting iconic drummer. Like you're someone that has your own unique style, and I suppose I don't know that can be a well, <laughs> that can be a blessing <laughs> and that can be a curse. And uh, mm. and then also you're someone that's when you've done a lot of um, a lot of different things, you know that can also be a blessing and a curse, right? It's almost would be easier if you were just a guy starting off that didn't have uh, any kind of quote unquote name for himself at all to a certain degree. Cause mm-hmm. you wouldn't have to worry about measuring up to the past. Uh, sure. but, but then by the same token you do. So you know, like how good it can be. And mm-hmm. like, do you have those expectations kind of fighting you in your head 
when you're starting up or are you just trying to get back to like just playing music yeah it was more it was more just trying to 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 rediscover uh just to find the inspiration again but what what um what what really kind of hit me was when um i met i I didn't meet justin in person i met you know a lot of facebook facebook where we all (laughs) live on the internet yeah exactly (laughs) and uh he um you know he had reached out and he had said you know that he you know was inspired by some stuff that sunny day had done and and i was like you know that's awesome thank you and stuff and and uh and then um i started looking into what he was doing and he was teaching music to children and also teaching music to uh children with uh, autism oh wow um, oh wow cool and and and, uh and and my son logan has uh, autism so that wow that really got my interest so that's when i kind of like sat up and started like really like looking closer and um kind of like with this sort of like desire to learn from him yeah which i'm still trying to do like because um and so he teaches music to i mean not just children that have autism but for there's several that 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 do and uh or did and um he also has a, a son who has autism so and I, um, I've been kind of making this up as I go and doing the best I can. And so <laughs> right, I just, yeah. you know, and so like anybody's homework, I'm is that they're willing to let me copy off of. I was, you know, I was, you know, interested in doing that, you know. So, so there was that, and then, um, then, I discovered his band Pig Snout with that he has with his kids, and um, it completely like threw me into shock because that's it hit me that um i was not only not sharing that part of myself with my kids but i was literally like hiding it from um you know i mean i wasn't stopping them from listening to music but i mean i didn't you know i didn't they didn't even know that i played music (sighs) at all so so crazy so yeah 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 so i mean my oldest daughter did but you know the the little ones you know i mean they're four and six and you know i mean granted they're even younger before that so yeah but i mean um so that's when it hit me i was like i i i can't do this anymore i need to because it's the only thing that's even remotely sort of comparable to magic that i can give to them right yeah of course yeah absolutely and and so yeah and it's what you know yeah I can see where it wouldn't be like, you know, part of your daily life, but it's obviously, it's obviously a huge part of your life. And if you're not actively doing it and then to have like, yeah. And I feel like you're not the first person to say that, that, that to have the like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, the kids didn't even know. Right. And it was like, mm-hmm. like that's, there's something like, that's like soul heavy about that of like, it, you know, not like, Oh, they didn't know what a badass my dad was, but just sharing the gift of like creation and like whatever, you know, mm-hmm. what, when the magic happens and like something very special that takes us beyond the vagaries of the mundane existence day after day. Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's heavy. Um, yeah, definitely. So, so you- yeah, I, I'm, uh, it, it really kind of like sort of like, uh, shook me out of my, you know, sort of like out of my, uh, sort of, um, I don't know my, what do you want to say? My, uh, state of, um, or what would be the best word sort of, uh, uh, 
resignation, <laughs> whatever, to yeah. the whole thing, you know, and uh, and sort of made me realize that, you know, that it was it was a it was like a crime <laughs> yeah. for me to not share that with them. So. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard I've, I've heard it described. It's like, you know, if you have something, you know, it's a gift and others maybe don't have it. Like, you know, they'll get angry at you for <laughs> for not doing it. like I'm angry at you for not. I, I've been angry at, at people that I know that are incredible players for not for not doing it. You know, and it's just like mm-hmm. you owe it to yourself. You owe it to everyone else. And most importantly, you owe it to me. You need to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not to well, make it all about me, but, you know, hey, you guys start playing. Right. Yeah. And what's crazy, what's interesting about this time around is. um uh it's different this time, like compared to playing before, like now it's like I'm playing constantly. Whereas before I was very much so guilty of only ever playing drums when my band was playing. You know what I mean? Interesting. That was the only time. That was the only time I never, ever, I never practiced. I never ever, you know, but I mean, I was self-taught. I didn't, I, I, I wasn't like a drum core guy. I didn't have like a set of rudiments that I was, <laughs> I just, I just did it, you know? Yeah. So, and I, 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 I think in some ways it's like, well, that's kind of cool that, you know, somebody who's completely flying blind was able to do this, that, and the other thing. But then another way it's like, you know, I, I have some regrets as far as that is concerned, but I was a serious ADHD, serious ADHD kid. So, so guy, so, but kid then so i didn't do well with the the lessons thing i didn't have the attention span for so did you but did you have an idea when you when you started in with it there was a thing that you wanted to pursue seriously or were you just having a laugh really when you first when i was no when i no since i was five i knew that i wanted to play i wanted to play drums i wanted to play music and i knew that playing in a band was you know yeah a way to do that you know and i liked the idea of being in a band where everybody in the band was like a uh an integral integral part of the you know the of the process you know or the the outcome the you know the end result yeah i mean i was i was you know as as i tend to do even with bands i listen to all the time i i tend to listen to all the music with sort of like a, a different ear knowing that i'm going to have them on i was i was listening back to the sunny day real estate albums and it really just does strike me like how unique as a player everybody is like really unique and and made a unique thing yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) self-taught usually ends up reading unique but i I guess sometimes sure sure but i mean like even like like just like bizarre would be the wrong word but just 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 kind of not sounding quite like anything else and 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 that's the first thing because the first the first one i ever heard uh, was was diary and and like I, I was just like wow where's this coming from like and it, but it was kind of like I didn't it didn't seem like a band that came from anywhere mm-hmm. <laughs> like it didn't sound yeah, yeah, yeah. like some bands you're like oh they're from Boston or like oh they're from New York or whatever we get it and like that was yeah. just a band like I don't know you could say they came from Neptune and I believe you like it was like this is wild town yeah. what's this all about <laughs> yeah I mean it's just kind of like a hodgepodge of like you know these different people and all their different influences kind yeah. of and they're sort of like um uh not so much uh like i don't i don't think that any of us have had influences to where we did like just pure like just carbon copy whatever imitations of 
of our influences, but were, you know, sort of like, uh, it influenced our approach to a certain degree. But, uh, I mean, like, so Jeremy was super into YouTube when he was, right. <laughs> I, I remember that being super the thing into I know. YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Like way into YouTube, like, and, uh, which I mean, I, I, uh, you know, which I, I understand. I like, you know, I like, now, now, are and, you talking um, about Joshua Tree? Or are you talking about like uh, what was <laughs> Zoo TV or whatever? What was, what was going on? Yeah, so well, <laughs> Je- yeah, Jeremy was Jeremy was all about Jeremy was like all about uh, uh, you know Boy on yeah, oh, yeah, Fire, yeah. Uh, yeah, and Joshua Tree, and yeah. then you know I think Joshua Tree was had just come out when Jeremy and I met actually. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah, 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 that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, but uh, you know, but I mean, we were also influenced by. No means no, Fugazi, uh, you know, uh, the Melvins, Nirvana, uh, I mean, it's the Shudder to Think, Lungfish, Rites of Spring, Slint, I mean, uh, My Bloody Valentine, you know, I could just go, yeah. go just like, blah, 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 keep going, Jawbox, I mean, I could sit here forever and just keep on think, you know, thinking of influences. But so um, what was interesting for us is that um so so shudder to think actually specifically sort of like kind of made us go oh yeah <laughs> you like, you can make kind on, of and they're on they're on discord yeah yeah and exactly like, oh. and they have these like, wow, freaky yeah, angular can, music and it's and, and then this be a punk rock band and have and have this like singing that almost had an overt vulnerability to it yeah you know absolutely uh, and, and yeah. still and still be heavy so that was kind of like this sort of a light bulb went off over all of our heads, Jeremy's included, you know, um, I think a lot of that sort of like inspired Jeremy eventually joining sunny day, like after, cause we were three piece for a long time. And, and then, um, you looked at you too fan. We couldn't find, we couldn't find a singer. So we just yeah. sort of like gave in and we're like, okay, well, we'll just do what we always do. And Dan screamed, for a while and then he tried to sing and he did he you know uh he, he, uh valiant effort you know i would not have been able to do what he did and uh yeah. and then as far as like lyrics go dan is just purely a genius so um and uh but when jeremy joined that's when it was like you know wow so we could take what we're doing and then add you know granted we didn't add he didn't add stuff to to things that we had already written we ditched everything that we'd written before and made started stuff. over yeah. Well, and it's 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 interesting here you invoke the names of all those bands because I mean I could totally hear it because because if you listen to like it's almost like Jeremy's like doing one thing and going this way and then you guys have this kind of almost like uh, you know in some in some cases like King Crimson like or something right and I mean there's a compliment not the indulgent stuff of just like yeah oh, or that's... tree or early tree people or oh early sure tree yeah people. and then maybe... Mars that was another big influence you know yeah, like yeah. Eat tree people when Doug Mar- uh, Doug from Built Spill was in the band. You know, and they had the kind of like sort of the guitar sort of interplay, you know, kind of stuff that was a little bit chaotic, but melodic at the same time. Yeah, it all like interlocks together. And then you have this incredible mm-hmm. melodic force, you know, like with this with this ostensibly, in some cases, very aggressive music, but that, like tied together with this this really <laughs> unique, like I, like I would put it to the same... I put Jeremy's vocals, uh, especially in Sunny Day, uh, to the same one as like... Uh, um, uh, you know, oh God, I can't think. I can't get freaking guys. Uh, uh, Pink Moon, uh, Nick Drake, or something, right? Like that level of like. Oh yeah, yeah. Like just like yeah, yeah. This could totally be sensitive songwriter stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, this is this is coming in hard, and it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, no, he and Jeremy was. I mean, as shit, man, not just Jeremy. I was too. We were both. We were kids, you know. Yeah. I mean, we're two years apart, and uh, God. So he was fourteen, and I was sixteen when we met. And then when he joined Sunny Day, I'm pretty sure he was seventeen, just about to be eighteen. Right. So, and then I was like going on twenty, I think. So, but yeah, he was just he was. We were kids. I keep saying he, but we we were kids. <laughs> you, turns out yeah. you were a kid too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So then, yeah. so so walk me so walk me through that first record. So walk me through Diaries. That's like what ninety three, right? That's that's um ninety three, ninety four, uh, somewhere in that neighborhood, right? Man, so I I have a <laughs> difficult time with I have I a difficult time with time, but uh yeah, I'm I mean I'd say that we wrote it in ninety three and. Re- recorded it in 93 and it was becoming 94 right yeah pretty sure yeah and a friend of the show bradwood recorded that one so that's uh that's Mm -hmm. a good dude it's actually yeah yeah. i his name got invoked in the tar episode too so i'm just it's it's bradwood thursday apparently uh so but you know it it, that's got such an interesting energy as a record like it, it's got, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just kind of seems like everyone's just brimming over with like excitement for the for their own thing, and you know, it's a very interesting sounding record too. Like it doesn't sound like a, a quote unquote '90s record necessarily, like it's, mm-hmm. it's just, but it has got an interesting and unique sound, which is kind of hard to pull off, especially around for, <laughs> for an era where everything wanted like more of the same, right? Like it's like you would mm-hmm. have like the first round of like. The bands that uh, the major labels were like, oh, we can make money on this? Oh, okay, cool. And then suddenly everyone's mm-hmm. trying to, you know, make things that sounded like other things. Uh, was that yeah. a was that a good recording process for you, That the, recording that record? Yeah. Well, uh, we – so, I mean, I can't speak for everyone else, but I'm pretty sure that everyone else – I'm sure Jeremy can identify with this. Um, I, I was just fucking terrified the whole time. I was so nervous yeah. doing each take, you know, because that was our first time, not our first time recording, but our first time recording for it's something a... that was going into the historical record. Yeah, really. yeah, like, exactly. You're you're testifying before <laughs> Congress, right? It's going into the official record. Kind of, well, we're, yeah, we're putting out a record on Sub Pop. Yeah. Especially, you know, I mean, that, that was, you know, it's like... No big deal. We didn't see that... We didn't see that coming, uh, you know. It really, we were still kind of caught by surprise and in shock from the whole thing yeah. when we were trying to make that record. So we went on tour. I don't know, maybe it was like a couple months. We and we basically toured and then went to record the record. And um, you know, I, uh, I, you know, there's, I, I can't listen to those older records because yeah. I just, I just can't. I, I, because I just. Uh, um i there was just so many decisions i made that were well very naive which which i guess you know is what some people liked about it i suppose but you know i'm just like oh man if you had to do it over again (laughs) today you wouldn't have made that same decision necessarily right well, yeah, correct. Yeah. So, you know, like hitting the bell on the break and in circles, like, you know, <laughs> you know, like stuff like that. It's like, I like, love that part. Like, that part's great. I, I, I know. And I, I get a lot of crap for like talking shit about that. But, uh, but I mean, you know, but my sense of, um, my sense of, uh, pocket and it was just, I was very, you could, I can hear how nervous I am. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's just like, 
you know, and I'm like, man, you know, stupid kids should record to a click, you know, and stuff like that, you know, and, you know. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is what it is, you know, and, uh, but I mean, it's fine. It's, I mean, you know, it's, it's, I, I'm a big sort of uh, a fan of, you know, honest documentation of, you know, a time and place and yeah. that those human beings lives. So that's what that, that's what each one of those records was. So, so when you're, when you're putting together a song like In Circles, right? Like, do you know, like, that you're onto something kind of special? Like, do, do you have this feeling like, oh, wow, this is, this is cool, or is it just another song? Um, so we, okay, we would have, we would have these moments of like, can I swear? Oh, uh, yeah, you can. Yes, go ahead. Okay. I think I heard you swear earlier. Uh, uh, yeah. We would have, I try not to, these, though. <laughs> we would have these holy shit moments uh, of like, you know, wow, I can't believe we just created that. I can't, you yeah. know, we, I can't, we can't believe that we just made that up, but it wasn't like the world is going to be, you know, it was more like for us, it was more like, you know, for our own personal journey together as friends or like, you know, our like process of learning how to sculpt air, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, basically like was a, it was a breakthrough, you know, for us on a personal level. So we never were like, n never once did we ever think, you know, oh, this is going to we didn't ever think anybody was ever going to hear it. Like, you know, it yeah. wasn't on the table. You know what I mean? Like we were from the punk rock world. We couldn't even get a show at the local clubs in Seattle because the Seattle thing was kind of booming. Yeah. And we were not a part of that. We were, li we were came from the world of playing in a cement box in the central district, you know, and uh, you know, hardcore shows that, you know, were just a whole different thing. So, so yeah. So we didn't think anybody was going to hear it. So no, you know, but even if we yeah. thought somebody was going to hear it, no, we never thought, oh, this is really going to be something, whatever, <laughs> you know, no. Well, yeah, and, and the only reason I bring it up is because it's it's like to a certain degree, it's it's like that's that's a song that it seems like uh, has weight, emotional weight to it, to like younger generations that are experiencing it for the first time, right? And and I mean, ideally, all music is going to be like that, right? But some things just hit a little harder. And, and that's one that's like, mm -hmm. as, as an intro song goes, it's like, oh, yeah. So, you know, if you like this, like, you can go here from there. You can go here from there. And, like, you know, maybe yeah. you're going to like this band. And that that song uh, in particular, that song I specific, specifically remember, that's a song that Jeremy had. So Jeremy had all these songs that he recorded in his, like, it was this little secret, right? And he had a little four track or whatever. <laughs> right. So, and then he was like this secret thing, you know? So that was one of his little like secret things. And so we, he, he played that for us. And so that's, you know, that was when I was like, well, so it's really beautiful and melodic. It doesn't mean we can't rock it out. We can't yeah. come down hard on it and, and sort of push that beautiful sound really hard, you know? So, and that was, that was a big, that was kind of a big breakthrough moment. That song was all Jeremy. And then we basically just adapted it to, being played loud <laughs> you know but but it, but it's given weight because like, you know because when it does hit it like hits like an arena rock song or something but not like an arena rock band but it hits with that same force and i th yeah, don't yeah. think I, I i think if it didn't if you guys didn't take hadn't taken that approach with it, i'm not sure if it would have connected in the same way because yeah sure a good song's a good song but sometimes stuff hits mm -hmm. a little different and i i, I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. that one definitely does uh i have correct me if i'm wrong uh 
was seven. I think you you guys on the you guys were on the John Stewart show, right? Not not the not the Daily Show. Is that if I remember correctly? That he yeah. used to have a God. All right. So this is this is something where I just talk about really old guy stuff, I guess. But like for the younger I, listeners and watchers, uh, before the Daily Show, even he had a, a talk show where he would basically have like bands like Girls Against Boys and like you know real like cool awesome bands that if you listen to this show you're probably into and he would mm-hmm. have them play and, and i have recollection of you guys playing that and just being like who are these guys like what what this is <laughs> this is nuts which is good yeah. if you're trying to you know like yeah, yeah. pre-internet it was yeah. harder to find stuff uh was, was that yeah, like yeah. i mean that's kind of a wild time for you guys like was that something that even like stuck out as you was that a good experience was that uh and i always ask people about their talk show experience I asked red fang about letterman too <laughs> <laughs> oh man okay so yeah i've played on I, 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 yeah so i played on jimmy fallon john uh, the john stewart show letterman and uh god i can't remember the other guy's name oh anyway um always hyper awkward yeah and 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 always hyper awkward and uncomfortable and it's just there's something about playing on a television show that is just um kind of a mind fuck it seems so <laughs> unnatural somehow you know it's just mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's sort of like wait what if, what's is this a show no this is definitely not a show <laughs> yeah 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 no yeah it's weird it's really weird yeah it's it's very strange but i mean there were there was like there were people there there was an audience there i guess whatever so right. that was different than like the 120 minutes thing that sunny day did where it's literally like crickets like yeah. dead silent you know but even that was um so you know it's it's uh it's uncomfortable uh you know i think that we felt um so uh, this is probably gonna sound kind of silly but there is an there was an aspect to that band's music that was hyper uh personal and mm. almost in a way not really ever intended to be heard or seen by yeah. anyone yeah it was like it was the thing that we were doing and it was like a you know for me it was all about like this sort of like uh uh i'm not gonna guess it's gonna get heavy but uh so it, it was hyper personal and we we a lot of times it felt like even just even playing shows for a while felt like somebody was like watching you go to the bathroom yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you know what i mean yeah like, maybe that's not the best analogy but you know what i mean like you know it was uh you know, I guess that's why it's cheesy as it sounds. I think that's probably why we called the named that first record diary. What we named. <laughs> yeah, well, because it, it it does have that aspect of like looking yeah, I in. Feel a... Stupid saying that. No, it's so cheesy, but you know that's true. That's actually the, the case. You know, so being on television, even more so, like especially back then, was just a, like very like uh, you know, like, yeah, you know. So, and I, I, I also studied, I, I studied, I studied stage fright for years. I did. No, I, uh, I really did. You know, I, I did my acting. master's thesis in it actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, it, pretty much. I, yeah. Magna cum laude. Whatever, and, uh, stage fright. But, um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, I suffered from studying that for a long time. And, uh, so yeah, so then there's that element. So yeah, it was always very, um, you know just uh, it's it's been a long road for me like working towards getting the inner game <laughs> the inner game together yeah. you know and yeah. trying to get trying to 
not given to thought patterns, like to try to like observe your thoughts and not identify them, especially during a live show and try to let them fly by, you know? So it's, it's, it's a challenge, you know, it's like, you've got to try to stay out of your head, take your brain and put it in the back seat as much as possible. Your conscious mind. Yeah. It's like a know? Zen thing almost. It seems like where you just have to, yeah. Ex- <laughs> I'm feeling this now, this is now happening. Like be like, be, become like a bit of an observer and not let yourself be affected by it. Right. To the best of your ability. Yeah. I'm not saying, yeah, I, I, by no means have I perfected any of that. It's like, but compared to back then, I've made some progress. Right, right. Well, regards, you know? we're all works in progress, William. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, that much is certain. <laughs> Forever a student in performance anxiety. Uh, and, uh, you know, seven's a, that's a, that's a, that's a wild song too. Like that, that's a, uh, that's a bold, that's a bold opener. Like that's kind of like a, yeah. that's a statement of intent song. I think, uh, as I usually tend to call it, was, was, yeah. was there ever any so, thought yeah. to that? I mean, was it ever like, you know, oh, this is definitely going to be the, the, the song that we rip into this with, or is it just like, yeah, you know, that's, that's good to start it. That's good. Yeah, no, like that was a that was a song where we had the additional ideas, especially with like the the break where Jeremy sings and then the um the the part that goes but whatever. That was yeah, yeah. very much so just completely like directly taken from uh, uh neurosis. <laughs> oh cool now that makes sense yeah oh, yeah 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 because uh but from that first the well the i guess technically the second record word is law pain of mind was the first one yeah pain right? of mind. so yeah. anyway so so um oh i can talk neurosis you know, my friend yeah 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 so yeah so <laughs> we we used to listen to that record you know to death so uh so it, it doesn't sound anything like neurosis it's no, just no, uh, no, uh, but... You know, neurosis was, but you got to got to got to got to got you know, and ours was, you know, anyway. I love it. Yeah, that's great. Right. Good. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, yeah. So that was inspired by that. And then we had that idea of the break, you know, where Jeremy was singing. And then, you know, we, we, I think we probably stared at the ground in the same room, just like all everybody with their instruments, you know, were at their instruments and stared at the ground for like six hours. Yeah. Trying to figure out like how to, yeah. How to seal this. We had gotten to a certain point and then we couldn't figure out how to seal to, to end wrap it, it up. And yeah. Like, <laughs> how do you, how do you wrap it so, up? <laughs> and we had like, literally we're just standing there like staring, just thinking for hours. And then, uh, I don't remember how, I don't remember how we ended up figuring it out, but we managed to just, fight through to get to the other side and finish that song but which ended up having to be edited we had a tendency to like not realize you know we didn't uh you know, were like, oh, let's go to this part again yeah, yeah. You know, it's a cool it's part like, yeah <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah and sub pop is like cool you guys mind if we <laughs> yeah nice seven minute song bros <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. just because so, the yeah, song's so... called seven doesn't mean it has to be seven minutes long no <laughs> yeah so yeah, we we yeah we didn't have we didn't have a filter in any regard actually yeah, yeah. <laughs> at all. So yeah, mm. the well now that we're talking about numbers, the the numbers are those like like the order that you wrote them in or anything along those lines. Like what what do the numbers signify? Like the numbered songs. Uh so 
the numbers signified uh so the seven eight and nine were like the seventh eighth and ninth songs that we had written since jeremy joined the band and then the songs 47 and 48 were the 47th and 48th songs that we had written since we had started the project initially even before jeremy so you so, had two individual counts then okay mm-hmm. interesting <laughs> yeah 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 uh and uh i don't remember who's who whose bright idea was to <laughs> some numerologist somewhere i guess i don't know <laughs> uh, yeah no uh, okay it, it was me but 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 <laughs> so that whether we would have a tendency they'd be like nate or somebody would say so wait what's this one going to be called and then they would look at me and i would throw a name out i'd be right. like flatland spider uh uh i don't think i'm responsible for its carabade but uh <laughs> but yeah, but then, and then, you know, Jenna was basically just for, you know, cause the pink record didn't really doesn't, the pink record didn't have any lyrics. So it was kind of hard for the most part, except for like two songs that we had written a long time ago. But, but aside from that, the pink record doesn't have lyrics at all. So yeah. it's all just literally like stream of consciousness, basically just Jeremy just going. And, uh, so so except for rodeo jones which was recorded during diary um but not put on diary so then we put that and then that song eight which we had recorded for a seven inch long time before and so so um so yeah so like it's song like jenna is just basically based on the sound that the guitar makes at the end we didn't really have any subject matter you know because there were no lyrics at all so you know. i, I kind of love that though because then people can sort of write their own internal story about it then it's like no it's literally the sound the guitar makes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no. I think that, I, I honestly think that's awesome. Like it's, it's. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y- you yeah. know, it, especially for for a band that that not only has has depth, but has been ascribed depth. Where it's like, I think you're reading too much into this, pal. But I appreciate the pluck. You know. <laughs> well, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. So even though Jeremy's lyrics were very much so stream of consciousness, like that means like they were from his subconscious and that's right. a heavy place. So <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that the lyrics were nonsense. They just were on the spot. Although I wasn't there. He recorded the lyric, he recorded the vocals. So we recorded the pink record with just Jeremy and Dan and I, and then Dan came in afterwards and recorded his guitar separately. And then we went on tour with Shutter to Think and, um, and Brainiac. Yeah. And then eventually uh, Soul Coughing, took over after that but like we uh we did that tour we were broken up when we did that tour and then jeremy recorded the vocals after that tour so 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 weird. that that is that is kind of weird so when the, so the second record like was it just you, nobody could agree on an art idea or or you're just like hey we're gonna make a statement like this is this record yeah yeah no there don yeah, johnson there was, so, <laughs> there was so uh, uh so again i i'm i have to i have to apologize for this um <laughs> i uh so they had sent um uh, i think we were at the black cat or something and somebody had brought to the show or gotten a package or something that had artwork ideas for the second sunny day record and we we're looking at it and it was like a close-up of like jesus's eye or something and all this right. weird shit and i was like what the hell is all this shit i was like none of this has anything to do with anything that we have anything to do with so yeah. i i called them and i was like look that artwork is 
just seems kind of random and doesn't make any sense to you know i mean not that we, it just it's it's crappy it's not good artwork yeah it didn't, so didn't said, look yeah and yeah we were not and to uh, you know and and i say that uh it's probably not it wasn't the most mature approach back then for us but we weren't very mature as we just were like not very interested in trying to come up with anything either so i talked to sub pop and i just said look if nobody's gonna like come up with an idea and i was at the airport and i said if nobody's gonna come up with an idea that anybody can agree on or, or agree on or come up with an idea at all just make the thing pink and then that but i was i was but i was joking I was, it was a joke <laughs> and then did you just I, see the proofs and you're like oh oh yeah, I was oh. like, just make the thing pink. And then I said something about throwing a fly on it. And, you know, like, I was like, you know, like, a, and, uh, I, but I was joking, though. I was joking, yeah, but, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, many a truth well, told no in jest. Li- no one ever listens. No one ever listens to what the drummer says. Yeah, like, yeah. So I didn't even, I, I thought it was obvious that I was joking. I didn't know that they were going to take the ball and run with it. Well, but, the, but hey, there's, there's a rich history to it. You know, there's, some band called the Beatles. Hey, they did okay by that, you know, worked. Metallica. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. No, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Well, she's. You want to talk about band names? That's that's like the right. You know, it's a good thing that the band defines the name because. Yeah. Boy, study of real estate is like I'm like wow. It's <laughs> a terrible name. It is. It is. It's a terrible band name. I mean, it's like it's almost like it's like. Uh, yeah. It's like it's like almost like putting a weird obstacle in front of yourself. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, so, so like I said, thank God the band defines the name because we would be screwed. You know? <laughs> well, and there's there's look, there there are a lot of bands around that era that we can. I mean, I adore Arches of Loaf, right? But wow, way to kick yourself in the dick there, boys. And and I said yeah. that I've said that to them too. Like they've. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, the music again. If the music's good enough, then it, it imbues meaning into the, the band. Name. The band defines the yes. the name. So thank God. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never really, honestly, I never really gave it that much thought because at the time, just it seemed like, you know, three four word band names were like, oh yeah, whatever, you know, cool. That's yeah. what our our bands have like long names, okay, or they have one word, you know, unwound. Yeah, you know, Melbourne, yeah, we were all, so we. For a while, we were called Chewbacca Kaboom. Uh, everything was beautiful. Everything was beautiful and nothing hurt. That's a lot. Uh, he steal me a peach. Grendel. <laughs> we were called Grendel for a while. Grendel's not and, bad, uh, but that's but that sounds like a, I think of I would think of a metal band now. Even though I love the story of yeah, Grendel, yeah, yeah, Beowulf, yeah. all that. And totally, yeah. And uh, the Grendel. And, uh, oh, whoa, there's okay. And I think there was one more. Oh yeah, well yeah, and we were called Empty Set for a while. And that, uh, which is like central casting indie rock band name, right? It's like empty set. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah so, yeah. But I mean, you, you know, the only thing that I, I really regret is that um, all the stuff that we had written before mm-hmm. Jeremy, that uh, nobody even threw a boom box up to record that stuff. I'm just like, <sighs> just lost the time. It kills. It kills me. It kills me because because that was a super inspiring, massively transitional period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for me, like like, you know, 
it was a yeah i was like wow this is definitely the most original sort of a music i've ever been a part of like you know writing like this is really crazy so just really unique stuff and uh super tragic that none of it was ever recorded it but, but it's kind of but it's kind of weird to think about because now there's this idea like well of course you record everything right but like that wasn't really a pervasive cultural concept yeah like i before, wish it was you know yeah it's good. it would be nice was, right just for that reason <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly it would, it would have lost some gold along the way right but uh, there there was there was there like a, i think uh what is the i don't know the videotapes that are about not the not the mini dvs but uh, the ones i don't know high eight high eight yeah or, yeah yeah so i had one of those cameras and so there was a my friend matt recorded it an entire practice that we did once and man i've been I've been digging and searching for that tape for, for so long. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. gotta be awesome. I mean, no, that's, I just, yeah. Even just, awesome to, to even just that. to watch it would be amazing. Right. Let alone be, be able to share it. I mean, that's gotta be like time travel. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. Just cause yeah. I mean, it was just uh it was a really f- fun, inspiring, inspired time for sure. It was after that too, but, but uh, you know, just leading up to it. For sure. So, so the band at that point, like in its initial run, it's it's kind of is is it just feeling like it's run its course at, at that point? Did you feel that there was like much of a, a future with Sunny Day at, at that moment in time? Yeah, yeah, totally. But um, but you know, we we had uh, we all lived together, and we toured together. So like that's the always kind of hard. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the monkeys, but then with also other additional roommates. But like, but like, uh, yeah. So monkeys and uh, monkeys and friends. So uh, it was a, uh, you know, you're together every day. You get on each other's nerves, I suppose. But then, um, so there was that element. But I don't think that that. So we had our own sort of like inner sort of turmoil. But for me, like it was never a thing where I was. We were gonna like break the band up because of it. We were just, you know getting fights you know but keep yeah, doing yeah, the band yeah. so which is what you do right so um but it uh, happens <laughs> but you know J- jeremy was young and jeremy was going through a thing which i completely appreciate and respect and that was his path and that path meant that he needed to leave the band so yeah so that was that he he, he had what he had so, to pursue right and it's not much you can I say guess, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, and I, 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 at the time I didn't, I didn't respect it very much, but over the years, he and I both have sort of like evolved and sort of ended up kind of meeting each other in the middle, you know, like, so I was very, very much so extreme one direction. He was very much so extreme another direction. And we both kind of stopped being so extreme in that direction and started to understand (laughs) I yeah, sort of yeah. Like see the big picture a little more. So, yeah. So, so that's that's a nice thing, you know. Yeah. But uh, getting a little older yeah, can be nicer time. that way. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, and then you know, perspective. You you real yeah you you know and then you learn why you were so extremely against a certain thing, and that was because you know there are certain elements that were maybe not so cool, uh, but you have a tendency to throw the baby out with the bathwater, as they say. If you like, you know, basically just completely uh, uh, demonize and vilify every aspect of a certain thing, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that so, way that young folks. I'm and, being vague, but I'm talking about religion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's an elephant in the room, but it's definitely a thing that's a part of the, of the Sunday real estate story, especially like with, I mean, there wasn't the internet as we know it now, right? There wasn't like this instant communication and hot take industrial complex and memes and, and uh, whatever. Thank goodness, by the hot, way. <laughs> hot take industrial complex. <laughs> yeah. That's a funny, I'll have to remember that one. But sorry, but, but even yeah. then I was, it was like, Oh, I heard, I heard the singer from Sunday real estate. Like, you know, it was, found jesus and was like oh okay i didn't know he's lost but mm-hmm. uh you know, but yeah. then you know like whatever everyone's running their own race right and it was, sure. it was like i was like oh that's just a shame they're not being a band anymore that's a that's a drag yeah i'm sorry to hear that yeah 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 and it was yeah it was a bummer uh yeah it was a bummer it was a drag but at the same time it, it is what it is you know yeah everything went the way it went can't undo it now so you know it's like you know, it's part of the tapestry. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, but, you know, oddly enough, Jeremy and I are, are uh, far closer. Our friendship is uh, um, so, like, bulletproof at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, literally, you there's no fire that could burn it. Yeah, it's like forged so, in fire, right? So it's like just because, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's all the it's been a long. It? It's been a long. It's been a long road, but there's been a lot of really great conversations and a lot of healing and a lot of like things that needed to be said and talked about that a long time ago that should have been talked about. You know, so uh, yeah, so that's been that's been great, and I've actually Dan and I have basically. I've been able to reestablish a friendship again, which That's is also awesome. extremely concretized and solid. So it's a really, uh, it's a really great thing. So it's really nice to be able to reunite with those guys. And, you know, it's like when I'm hanging out, sitting in a room with those guys, it just has this weird feeling of, uh, has this kind of home feeling you're at home. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, you're just like, it's like, a cause I mean, we, cause you know, throughout everything for the most part with the uh, with the exception of like uh the fire theft like you know like dan you know dan and jeremy and i have like really kind of like gone through kind of quite a few sort of chapters <laughs> together yeah you know so you know what i mean a lot of time you know smoking like terrible weed out of an apple <laughs> you know <laughs> you know in in, in a snow in a snowstorm <laughs> in snowstorms yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. as one does like that, but you know. sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I mean not we didn't just do that sometimes we got good weed but i mean <laughs> that particular point we, yeah yeah but but, um, but that level I, of bonding I, and 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 um yeah yeah you know, almost <laughs> like, like if you're in the trenches with someone in like a battle or something, I suppose, where it's like an effable oh, yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, um, yeah. So, and I mean, you know, Dan and I had, Dan and I have had our, our pretty heavy falling out, but it was, it was pretty astonishing to be able to, to actually like heal that. So that's a good thing. Yeah. How, how does, yeah. how do you even begin with that? Is that just something where you're like, like, someone's got to make the first move right so time uh time and uh asking for a friend anyway (laughs) time yeah time time and uh and um 
Jeremy really was the one that kind of was the catalyst behind trying to like pull us together and and heal the wounds and talk things out. And so we did it, you know. Yeah. And it was uh it was um it was very um eye opening. I'll say that, you know, for sure. You know, it's like there's so many perspectives that each person has had that they've held on to for so long that need to be communicated that, you know, and then, you know, you always end up running the risk of the people being misunderstood, you know, or misunderstanding each other when really you just need to fucking sit down and have a fucking conversation, right. you know? So there, you know, and, uh, you know, I mean, that's something that we weren't very good at, but we, we bit the bullet and, you got forced there. ourselves to be good at it recently. So yeah, or uh, yeah, uh, six months ago. Yeah, give or take. Well, and I wish there was more of a kind of kind of avenue of um, exploration, especially for guys. I think to just be able to do that more naturally and not have it feel like off-putting or weird. To I I, I don't know if I necessarily have a point with this, but just more of an observation culturally that mm-hmm. it, it's crazy that there seemed to be so much conflict bias uh, in our culture that it's, it's like, well, of course, of course they're enemies now. Well, that's not, is that really a, an of course statement? I don't think it's an of course statement. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, people, yeah, like be, being able to shut the hell up and listen yeah. to each other. You know what I mean? And then, um, and, uh, be able to respectfully agree to disagree if that's if you know you do on some things but still being able to have a conversation and see the other person's perspective or at least try to yeah there could be there could be a whole lot more of that going around <laughs> but uh yeah. but you know but yeah but hey you know we 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 definitely sucked at it so you know we <laughs> you know so you got there you know, i mean yeah 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 but i mean for me i mean i guess i i i guess i didn't as much suck at it as I, I, I fell off the face of the earth for nine years. I mean, I literally, when I like didn't play music for nine years, I also literally spoke to no one. I just disappeared. I just completely just shut everything. I closed off the entire world. So, you know, and, uh, yeah. I mean, did you, did you just feel like there was no point to it? Like there's no avenue of, of engagement or support that would have, made things better or was it just like a distancing effect uh externalizing what was inside you like uh that's complicated yeah feel free to Uh, lay down on the couch when you answer that by the way yeah and i mean i i think i think that uh i think i think there's a lot of ingredients to that yeah uh and uh one of which being that I kind of just sort of like, so, okay. So there's sometimes there's people that have a tendency to, um, uh, for one reason or another, like attract, and I'm not saying this about anybody, anybody from sunny day, but I'm just saying like, there was a lot of interactions that I had in my life that were, um vampiric 
<laughs> but right. you know, but not not you know, I wasn't uh, I wasn't receiving the <laughs> you know, so I uh, you know, so um, yeah, uh, you know, like when you sort of have enough sort of like um, run-ins with people that have like a narcissistic sociopathic sort of behavior patterns that you know essentially just like take advantage of the fact that you look at things the way you think that you see them you know and so you sort of like take things at face value and you kind of like don't see that why why would this person you know say this thing but then stab me in the back you know or yeah, you yeah. know what i mean why would they like so i i had to i got to a point where i was like you know i it seems like compassion for all trust for few but it doesn't really seem like me interacting with other people really works out too well so i'm just gonna not do that anymore <laughs> so you know and i just basically disappeared and then you know be, you know started fatherhood and yeah you know use that as an excuse a lot to come back for not come come out a little bit for and, not yeah. no no i use it as an excuse as a way to like basically keep you know um being too busy to oh the other way around so keeping people at a distance kind of that way okay that's mm -hmm. well yeah I mean, yeah but i didn't even keep people, i didn't even keep people at a distance like they didn't know how to contact me they didn't have a phone number there was no way to get them wow. so yeah i just completely just just chopped the head off like i just completely took away any ability to actually contact me. so so yeah so I mean, I'm still, like I said, like I was also going through some really interesting things yeah. that I can only imagine are, are the results. So like everybody has someone close to them die. I'm not going to sit here and go through the list, but the list is ridiculous. Yeah. And I remember I was seeing a shrink once and he goes, he said, if you were in the trenches of World War One, World War One, it would probably be normal. <laughs> he goes, but he said, but he goes, I have to be honest, it's a little weird. He yeah, goes, it's a little yeah. weird. And you start to almost feel like you're being like, like punished by something, you know, like, or chased, you know, because it was just, it just didn't stop. It didn't stop. It was just like, bam, 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 bam. It's just like, you know, I mean, it, it's unbelievable. The, the, the range and like the, sort of the, all the different aspects of my my life like family to music to i mean just all over the place like just people dropping like flies and i was like just kind of like starting to lose it a little bit and uh so and i think i i like i said i don't know i i'm not 100 percent certain but i mean i guess maybe what i was going through was like a ptsd thing yeah i guess i don't know so um so it's also difficult for you know like um you know it's like um it's hard to see uh other people when they're looking at you when you know that they can tell that you're losing it you know what i mean yeah. like i was losing it so you know what i mean so i decided you know i also decided it was probably best to to uh to go insane in private so there was that as well <laughs> so you know but you know over time i i you know slowly worked out of it and the things that were happening i wasn't stopped happening you know like 
weird stuff was happening. I, and I don't know how to explain it. I mean, other than maybe I was like losing it, but I was seeing things, you know, and like I would get caught in these loops of finding out, finding out about my sister's death and then finding about like, uh, finding out about my brother's death, finding out about my mother's death, you know, and they would get uh, caught in this loop where it would start at that, at the finding out, and then it would go to like the certain like crescendo that I won't specify to, and then it'll pick up and it'll go to finding out about that. And then it'll go and then it'll leap and then it'll go back and it'll go around and it won't, and it won't stop. And then you don't have the luxury of shock to protect you. And so you're feeling is it feeling it as as if it's uh, really happening right there, but then you can't, you're not thrown into shock. So you feel the full trauma and uh, I would get hit by those and it was just incapacitating. I was just like, I would get stuck there. And uh, it was not a pleasant thing. So, so yeah, so I, I literally had, I mean, you know, I obviously it was probably best I needed some time to try to process all that stuff, you know. And, uh, but having kids has really been helpful because because once they're around, I was like, oh, okay, well, so regardless of anything, no matter how difficult anything is, I have to keep fighting. I have to keep, you know, I have to stay strong and I have to keep fighting, you know, and do everything I can to, to make sure they're okay and to protect them and to try to like help their minds as much as possible. So, so, uh, as much as I can, you know, and, um, so yeah, so that's been a really good thing. And I think that really kind of helped me evolve out of the, whatever that was, you know? But yeah. So yeah, it was a crazy time, you know, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like a wheel of loss and trauma, you know? It's, yeah. It's, it's and, and I think, you know, that, when that kind of scenario happens, like even well-meaning concern can you know, <laughs> almost do harm in the fact that you just don't want to drag people into it, right? You don't you don't want to have them be involved. Sure, sure, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you know, plus, I mean, it's like you know, how fun is that to be around? Anyway, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> you know. Well, yeah, there's that too. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah for a good time, do not call me. <laughs> you know, it's like I can't. You know, I'm not going to. You know. But yeah, no, it, it was, you know, and uh, yeah. And I mean, and I knew I could tell that I was, you know, that I was barely hanging on, you know, by a thread, like literally felt like I was holding on to my sanity by a thread. And, and, um, and so it's always hard to see someone seeing that, you know what I mean? It's difficult enough to be experiencing it, but when someone, you see someone like seeing it, you know, and projecting it onto you, it's like it's like, ah, eh, better not. Yeah, as it's, well. It's, <laughs> just, uh, it, it yeah. almost feels oh, like yeah. you're encumbering them somehow or something, right? Just by existing. Sure. Yeah. 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 And it's not yeah. true, it but that's feel, how it feels. And it, it, yeah, but it, yeah, and it does feel, and it does also doesn't feel good because you're like, you're like, what do you think I'm crazy? And you're like, oh yeah, they probably do. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. But hey, you know. But luckily, that stuff, you know. And I mean, it's like I, you know. Yeah, I mean, if I if I sit if I sat here and I basically like went through, you know, 
this whole thing, it would make sense, I think, why I was struggling with it a little bit. Because it's cumulative. Yeah. It, 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 uh, you know, it, it adds. It's not just one, it's not, <laughs> it's not just one thing. It, it yeah. adds and adds and adds and adds and, 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 and until you just become used to it as if it was something that was normal. Yeah. And also, you know, when you start finding, uh, how do I say it? Like these weird coincidences or synchronicities within like deaths. And I, I know that's kind of weird and vague, but if I try to get specific, we don't want to go there. So <laughs> it's a different kind of show. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So yeah, we can move away from this, but I mean, no, no, it's, so, it, you know, I just say it's just, it is what it is, you know? So, but, uh, but yeah, anyway, so back to sunny day. Sorry. No, 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 not, not at all. I mean, I think that this is, yeah. look, look, I, first of all, I appreciate your, your, your candor and speaking about it. Cause I think a lot of people, you know, they have these kinds of things in their life and it makes them feel like a freak and, and alone and not a part of the world. Or if you're a part of the world, you're just there to basically take the hit. And mm-hmm. I, I think through the telling of these stories and again, not to fetishize it or anything, I think you can find, mm-hmm. you you can how, find, how could anyone do such a thing? Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> gosh, that's just, again, that's uh, a well, yeah, I, okay. It's hard for me to wrap my head around, but anyway. you, you can, people can find, people find value in the stories. Let's, let's put it that way. And, and I know that because people write me about it and yeah, I usually don't really know yeah, what yeah. to say other than thanks, you know, and like, thanks for listening. But like, yeah. it's, it's, well, I, it's real. Every, everybody <laughs> experiences like the loss of a loved one, you know? So, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's just one time, you know, but I mean, two in the last seven months, it, my mom and my, my bandmate slash brother of, you know, 20 years. So, uh, I'm sorry, man. Burn last year, LK in the year before that. Like it's it's it hasn't been six months without someone important to me dying. And you know, yeah. whatever. And it happens more and more as you get older, but it doesn't It does, yeah, it does, yeah. But and yeah, but if you are someone who is who it's been happening since you were a kid and right. kept happening and then kept happening and kept happening and you yeah. start to feel weird. I'm here to tell you that um, it's okay to feel weird because it's because it is anyone, weird, yeah. <laughs> exactly. In their yeah, feel weird. So yeah. So, well, sure. did you ever? Yeah. Uh, God, it's such a it's such a hokey thing to bring up. But did you ever see Good Will Hunting? That film. I did. It. I did, but it was so long ago. I can't remember it actually. Well, I quite like it, yeah. and there's all these reasons why I maybe shouldn't like it or whatever. But I think it's a very well made film, and and you know the Robin. I remember liking it. I just can't remember it. There's an incredible scene where the Robin Williams character is just like hugs the Matt Damon character and just over and over again says, it's not your fault. It's not oh, your yeah. fault. And it's sort of like the thing where uh, the, it's like the acting exercise where the words mean something different every time kind of thing. It's a, oh, it's, yeah. it's an incredibly powerful scene. And uh, Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. That is intense. Yeah. It's, uh, it's freaking just on cable the other night and I saw that. I was, I was like, oh my God. And like deeply affecting stuff, man. And I don't know. Yeah. I... I, I, I <sighs> This stuff's got to be, it's got to be dragged into the light, right? Or it just sits there and, and grows in festers. <clears throat> well, I mean, it's a part of the human experience. Yeah. And I mean, you know, you need to, you need to roll with it and then try to like shift your perspective. And I mean, for me, I like sort of came to a point where I was like, I was like, okay, so energy doesn't, energy doesn't stop. Energy keeps going. So yeah. therefore there's got to be some element of the human energy spirit 
that that goes somewhere it doesn't just go into like nothing i have no idea what that is <laughs> Do right. what? i can't even begin i even tried to you know tried to see if i could like maybe like do some sleuthing and figure it out but of course no way you know like you know like doing your Google own research <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, do, yeah doing my own research on death you know like what happens <laughs> come on but uh yeah no so yeah but uh th local drummer so, figures uh, out the afterlife <laughs> yeah no no yeah yeah so obviously i i uh i so i uh i think i found some comfort in that even though it's uh complete it's a gigantic question mark but it's just the idea that energy keeps going well i mean look at basic physics right energy is not lost it's just transferred right yeah, yeah. yeah precisely. <laughs> so yeah, it's yeah. again just because we don't understand it doesn't mean it's hokum and mm -hmm. and again i precisely. think i think that's the correct way of looking at it and, and from position of curiosity rather than than some manner of judgment Correct. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, I'm, yeah, I've, I'm stuck. I mean, happily stuck in the beginner mind, like for forever. Like I, I, you know, it's like, I've, I've, I've learned, uh, that I, uh, that I just have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know, you know? So yeah, no idea, but, um, yeah. Do but, uh, yeah. So, yeah this is this is a heavier turn than i expected but uh sorry man <laughs> but i but i dig it because it's it's uh i didn't mean to no 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 you you got you had, i love it i i love it Would, yeah. wouldn't wouldn't change a yeah. second of it uh but it's it's well I, i'm shocked by how many people just don't want to talk about this kind of thing like they they they, they, they feel like just like not exploring it means it doesn't exist somehow and it's like, well, it still exists. It's still going to be something you have to deal with. Yeah. And, and I mean, for me, it's like, you know, it's like, well, why did you fall off the face of the earth for nine years? Well, yeah. the answer is part part of the answer is is that and the and the effect that it had on me. So it's just kind of, it's, you know yeah. what I mean? It's like, you know, because otherwise it's like, oh, I don't know. I just felt like it. <laughs> you know, it's like, I just felt like disappearing for nine years. Yeah. So, I mean, those that's. <laughs> One of the big reasons, you know, aside from being sort of like just uh, jaded and disenchanted by the uh, music industry and also just yucky stuff, you know, yeah. in that regard. So, yeah. But I, and I think I like what you what you mentioned, too, about, you know, the fact that w when you have kids, too, like you, you have to <laughs> you you have to put effort into you know, for lack of a better term, giving a damn, right? I mean, you like it's, mm -hmm. it takes a, it takes the choice off the table to to not do so, uh, unless yeah, you're unless you're definitely. I, I guess unless you just suck or something. I don't know, but like it, yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's a catalyst to kind of find the light a little bit. I would yeah, I would yeah. think I don't have any myself, but it seems to be that that seems to be the, the opinion that people yeah yeah tell me yeah the hardest the one of the hardest things was me like trying to um. You know, it's like, should I, you know, I have kids, I've got to support, you know, these fit my family yeah. trying to, you know, and then trying to like being uh, a person with like zero college degree or, and, you know, like literally some career work experience, trying to find a job that actually pays more than shit, you know? <laughs> right. All that indie you cred know? is not bankable uh, tender at the, <laughs> when no. you try to deposit it. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then it was always really, really weird because wherever I would work, then eventually somebody would somehow either 
figure out or whatever about what things I'd done in the past. And then, and then it becomes really strange because they're like, what the hell are you doing here? Oh God. Oh, you know? Yeah. So it's really complicated. It's like, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, and then it's like, then, and then you find yourself having to basically, why'd you quit the Foo Fighters? It's like, oh man, I'm so sick and tired. I'm so sick and tired of having to tell the story that really sucks, you know? And if you tell the story, you sound like you're a whiner, but it's like, you're just telling what happened. So it's like, right. It's such a, it's, you know, it's a, that's an unfortunate sort of double-edged or whatever, you know, unfortunate thing. That whole thing is just that, that's the only thing to be honest. Like, I mean, like that's the only band that I, I, I ever sometimes like wish that I just could just remove that from really just like redacted from your history. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because um, because it's been nothing but a pain in my ass, you know. <laughs> That's it's a... just nothing, nothing <laughs> yeah. but a pain in my ass, you know. It's just like, you know, and it's like, and it doesn't matter what happened because I mean, you know, the Foo Fighters are like Disney, you know. It's like, dude, everybody loves Mickey Mouse, <laughs> right? Exactly. Everybody wants to love Mickey Mouse. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't like Mickey Mouse? <laughs> Fascists? Yeah. No problem, you know? Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, so it's a difficult thing to like, you know, to be like, dude, Mickey, you know, Mickey, you know, whatever. Mickey was real rough around the edges, but I mean, you know, so it's 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 uh yeah, it's a no win scenario, and so I would rather just remove remove it, you know. Uh, to be honest, or, or ultimately, what I think the best thing to do would actually sit down and have a long conversation with Mickey. Right. Yeah. <laughs> let's get. Let's get. Let's just. Let's have a one-on-one with a mouse. No, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm yeah. Not, and I'm not refer. And I'm not comparing Dave Grohl to Mickey Mouse at all. I'm no, saying no, that's that fine. their level of of um, everybody like wanting to love them is on par with like say Disney, you know? So, yeah. So, or it's, it's up there. So, but, um, so, but yeah, so sometimes I wish I could remove that from the past or just sit down and have a really, really long conversation with Dave. Yeah. Which I've never been able to do. Wow. That's, uh, that's such a bummer because it's. Oh yeah. That's, that's the one thing because to me, Cause you know, and then it's like, I've had unhealthy ways that I've like, whatever, like stated things and especially things that have been misunderstood and they've taken the wrong ball and run with it. And even after yeah. I've clarified things, they still run with the wrong ball. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's just like, uh, but the, 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 you deal with things like, uh, not in the best way when there is, uh, no, uh, access to, uh, resolution. You know, yeah. So when there's no access to like actually just like sitting down with the person or people, whatever, and and literally like just going there and 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 hashing it out and doing the work, getting to the yeah. other side. You know, I I I feel like if we would have done that a long time ago, Dave and I would be friends to this day. Right, because it doesn't. I mean. It, it's it, all it, it takes is a conversation. Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's unsolvable, right? It's like yeah, there's, yeah. A, there's I mean, a pretty easy it's a, resolution. It's, it's, it'll be a long and very, it'll be a very long and difficult conversation. Right. But, um, you know, I'm a reasonable human being. I I believe, you know. So I mean, 
that's one thing. So yeah, either remove that from my history or or have a conversation. Find a resolution. Actually. And I think it's it, well, it's fascinating to me as an as a complete outsider just to be like, hey, let's let's have this take this guy who's a really interesting and unique drummer, not have him play like that in any way, shape, or form for this thing that clearly had loved or hated a very articulated vision that he had and call it one thing, but it's, it's, it's another. And it's like, well, that's fine, but you didn't have the, I feel like you didn't have the stones to like call it what it was. And if you're just saying like, Hey, I want you to play my, play my shit. It sounds like this. That's one thing. Right. But to be like, Hey, we're making a, (laughs) we're going to collaborate and do a cool thing. Great. That sounds awesome. Mr. Rockstar guy. That's what it, that's what it (laughs) was going to be initially, you know, you know, and that's what, yeah, that's what I think. I think he probably wanted it to be that, but but uh, but hadn't been exercising that muscle for a long time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, but that's okay. I mean, dude, uh, Dave is hyper brilliant, yeah. uh, hyper talented, extraordinarily so. Just hands down. No denying it. I absolutely respect him in that regard. Um, You know what I mean? But just the way things happened, you know, to be honest, much of what happened, I still hold, I I still have to, I still have to speculate. I still have to like, I still don't, I still am like, I, I guess what must've happened is, is this, or this is what I think is probably what happened because (laughs) you're filling in the blanks. Yeah. You know, I would get little pieces of information from a few people here and there, you know, they'd be yeah. like, no, don't tell anybody I told you, you know, it's like, you Ugh. know, but like, like the guy who's the house engineer there at the studio we're working at, like, you know, he basically came to me and said, Hey, you know, you know, this is what happened. Like you do a take and Dave would say, that's a take. And Gil would say, Nope. Every time, you know, mm. so, you know, and, uh, but he's like, but I didn't tell you that and you didn't hear from me and I never talked to you. Like, okay. So I won't name who he, I won't, I won't name, name him, but, uh, Palace but, you intrigue. know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, yeah. So, I, you know, cause yeah, I mean, if we're talking about that situation, we can just talk about it a little bit, but, but if, if what I had done was just astronomically horrible, I would, I would say, okay, of course that makes sense, but that wasn't the case. I, what was hard for me is that I worked really, really, really hard. Yeah. And you I put was the work run in. through the ringer. Yeah, well, and I was and I was run through the ringer. It was Gil was very so when we were just trying to get the drum sounds, uh I was out there with Greg Keplinger, who's my drum tech at the time, and he's he's like no one's ever complained about him working on the drums to get sounds for a session. Like no one's ever complained, you know, but no matter what we did, no matter what Greg Keplinger did, every single time Gil was just like, no, it just doesn't sound good. No good. And so Keplinger was just like, well, what the hell does this guy want? So, and so what I've deduced is what he wanted was Dave to play the drums, to make a record, <laughs> to make a record that Dave was, you know, played drums on as well as being, yeah. you know, Dave's record, but he was a feather in his cap. He want that's what he wanted, you know? And I'm pretty sure management wanted it that way. And I'm pretty sure the label did, you know? So, and I mean, you know, that's fine, but it's like, it just sucked that I had to go, you know, for three weeks or three and a half weeks, 13 hours a day, like, you know, 
just it's like it's like it's like it it was it was really really hard work so yeah it was just a drag to like have that you know and i just never understood it so i mean i never understood it because then the whole story was from gil norton was that they needed they decided they needed to redo like a a couple few he said a couple few tracks (laughs) or drums and he said the first of which being monkey wrench and i was like well that makes absolutely no sense because the monkey wrench that's on the record is literally literally identical to what i did it's literally identical so and the only way and i wish i had the recording from those sessions but i have the demo which doesn't sound as good but you can listen to the demo and it's the same and it's the same so it's like so why was that had why how come that had to be redone i don't get it doesn't make sense and then how did a couple few songs turn into all of them and that's just never been explained to me so i would just it would be privately have a conversation to just get an understanding of what the hell happened and why you know you know what i mean and i'm perfectly willing to admit my my uh faults back then you know i was a kid you know i was drinking too much not before i played but afterwards for sure you know what i mean i started because i was you know we we were on the road for 17 months <laughs> yeah and... what <laughs> it's it's a thing that happens you know like <laughs> well you're, so you're on the road for 17 months and you're never you're you're uh you're never ever surrounded by anything that's a reflection of who you are right and uh got all this downtime between sound check <laughs> yeah when you're well when you're well no because i yeah i never ever drank before i played i couldn't could, i couldn't drink and play so it was always afterwards but like but uh you know it's like you when you're on the road for that long you and you already you're already having a hard time getting an understanding of who you are as a human being yeah. you know late teens early 20s and your feet are very much so not on the ground so it's very easy to kind of start to uh lose yourself on top of that then you're for 17 months you're pounding these songs into the ground that aren't yours <laughs> right yeah 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 this is this is someone so else's I, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah exactly so, and i started yeah and i started to kind of really lose a sense of self because you're unmoored from reality so, a little bit anyway just normally when you're out on tour for a long time but to have it be like I mean that's hardly a tour. That's that's like a, a whole an odyssey, <laughs> really. Yeah. I mean that's, that's crazy. A long, that's a that's a long time to be on tour. I mean yeah. we had like a couple two week breaks, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I mean it was really like it was ultimately it was it was I know it was seventeen months because Pat Smear went out of his way, who I was usually always roommates with, went out of his way to keep track, <laughs> to keep track of how long we'd been out, and yeah. he would keep me updated and it would be like 11 months 15 months and then it's like he's like 17 months i'm just like dude so pat crazy so So, pat counts the months and you count the songs is what it sounds like that uh, yeah i guess i don't know yeah like he yeah yeah so yeah like because he was astonished yeah he was like couldn't believe it you know he was like i can't believe we've been on tour for this long so but you know so it's a weird it's a weird situation. It would be nice to have a conversation and be able to not have it dealt and not have it um, be sort of like dealt with in uh, unhealthy sort of outbursts on my part or, or whatever, or like, or that, you know, like, 
or the have it be sensationalized have it have it be turned into like well yeah that's the, that's what yeah. really sucks man it's just like especially when it's like somebody misunderstood what you said but it was my fault for fucking saying it like a jerk anyway because i was fucking pissed i was annoyed you know yeah, yeah. so i mean i i didn't use the best words so yeah that's my that was my fault i could be a little rough around the edges i'll admit it but when you clarify it but people are still, they're like, oh, no, like the problematic one. Let's do the problematic one. <laughs> yeah, say, the, say the thing. Say your line. Oh, come on. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like, yeah. And I mean, you know, it's like <laughs> there was the whole thing. Everybody like everybody thought that I said that it, that Dave was responsible for the last 90 day record not coming to fruition. And I was saying, no, it was left at the studio that he owns. Right. That's right. where it was left. <laughs> right. Ugh. Yeah, but I, that's not, you know, and it's like, and even recently there was an interview that was done with Dave that Justin said that he read and he said that the guy was going out of his way to ask Dave these questions that were, he was like, he was trying to piss him off. And he was brought up that whole thing about, he was like, you know, William Goldsmith, you know, uh, holds you responsible for the last Sunday day record, not, you know, being, you know, coming to fruition or whatever. And it's like, right. dude. And then after he pisses Dave off, then he goes, well, he actually did clarify it later. But, yeah, and yeah, say, yeah. You know, it's just like, dude. Now that you're angry, uh, actually. Yeah, I know. It's like, dude, I, I don't know, man. I, you know, but yeah. But actually, um, Justin said that Dave uh, held himself, held his, uh, kept his composure pretty well because this guy was throwing all kinds of just horrible. It's like, dude why would you i wouldn't even say that to a person in like a conversation with someone who i knew really well the, 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 like, your buddies with yeah exactly yeah 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 it's just like dude i mean you know anyway so it sucks but but if there you know you know and i'm sure that like i'm sure dave would never see this or hear this but if he did uh it would be nice to have a conversation and i still yeah. respect him and to be honest love him in a way like you know like the way a brother loves a brother even if he doesn't want it. So it seems like that shouldn't be that hard of a pull, right? I mean, like he's a busy dude, sure, but just yeah, have a chat, you know? It's COVID times. Yeah. Like whatever, have a chat. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'll you, broker it. You can, consider, you can consider that you can consider that an invitation. Yeah, there you go. There you go. But you know, who knows? But uh Stranger things yeah, have literally so, happened. So I mean whatever. Indeed, yeah. So but we can move on from all that stuff. God, we've gone from heavy to uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So there's, there's, there's that whole escapade, right? And then the, there's the, how it feels to be something on, which is so fascinating. Like that's, that's a, that's a real interesting record because again, in real time, it was sort of like, Oh, they're back. Like what, what's going What they're doing. Oh, cool. They're, they're back. What, what, yeah. what did it take to, uh, for that to happen like what was our catalyst for that or was that just something where there was an idea to make a to put out like a a record on sub pop because we had we 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 signed a three record deal with them so we had made two so we technically kind of owed them you another owed record. Another so one, the right? idea was to <laughs> yeah so we the idea was to um find some old recordings of things or whatever and put out what they called a rarities record which I, I, I for some reason i get annoyed by that anyway uh <laughs> the rarity thing i'm just like Ugh. i don't know i just sound so pretentious to me anyway but um so uh so um that was the idea and then we came to realize that 
we there really wasn't enough material to put to make a full record so mm-hmm. then we're like okay well then what we'll do, we'll do is we'll just we'll write a few songs and record those and then put those on to fill it out and i'm like well that seems kind of weird i mean you know it's like why don't we just i don't know well okay so then we just started writing and then we wrote and then we just we started writing and then just kept going and uh and um yeah that was it and we we started writing originally with nate and then um and then he was gone uh, on tour and we didn't hear from him for a long time and we were a little bit annoyed by that because yeah, we that's like, dude that's kind of that that's got to be kind of weird right i mean like well what was annoying is that we didn't even hear from him and so then when finally he called he said hey are we gonna make a record and i said not with you and hung up <laughs> which was probably lame but we were pretty but we were pretty annoyed because we were like we didn't we didn't know when he was going to be back. Like, we just yeah. no word, no, no word communication, like, you know, no, no um, zero, yeah, zero, none. So that was kind of annoying, and um, so then we just decided to just go forward without him, and that's when um, we uh, ended up uh, Jeff Palmer, who was in a band called the Mommy Heads that Sunny Day had played with on tour, like way like years before, and. Um, uh, and uh, he's a, he's a phenomenal bass player. So yeah. he ended up playing on the record, but then he didn't end up touring. So Joe Skyward actually ended up touring. But um, but yeah, that record is. Um, somebody told me once that they took acid and listened to that record, and I was like, dude, you. <laughs> I was like, and they were like, no, it was great. I was like, oh man, lucky. That could have gone either way. Man. Yeah, I, that could have gone. Yeah, I would have. I would have gone south so fast i would have been terrified and like alone and like scared that to me that record is kind of scary yeah it's it's, it's got un, it's disconcerting in a way disconcerting is is a good term for it like it's got a disconcerting energy to yeah, it yeah. uh which isn't bad it's just you know sure. it's it's, <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah not party music it's not party music exactly <laughs> <laughs> definitely not you know yeah i but mean hey, you know. I, and, and and hey, you know that's fine. That that that's it's it it serves a place. You know when you want when you want that if you want that weird energy, it's it's definitely it's good record, which is I guess, you know, more important than being able to bump it at the, uh, at the dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a different it's a different kind of record. Yeah, let's 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 let's, record, let's, no. let's dance to this five minute prog odyssey of feelings. Yeah, great. Sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. if you're in the mood for it, I, it's I, perfect, uh, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I am I I uh I I I I am proud of that record though because I I that was I felt like I, you know, compared to the first two Sunny records, I had started to get moved more into the direction of a better pocket stuff like that, you know. Like, yeah, and, the, yeah, I mean all the drumming on that is, is real you know, that it, it's real solid and definitely it sounds assured in a way that um to a certain degree, I yeah. still I don't know why we didn't use a click. I'm like, dude, why didn't we use a click? I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand. It's like I can I could play to a click. I played to a click, yeah. recorded to a click. I can do it. Why didn't we do it? Why didn't we record? It would have been so much easier. But I don't know. I have to ask the engineer. Just but, uh, Greg didn't, didn't happen that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but uh, but yeah, no, that was a good that was a good experience. And then it was mixed by Adam Casper, and um. And uh, who did a really great job 
at uh, at mixing that. So, but um, yeah. So then, so you got so then then you have the Rising Tide after that, which I actually you know I actually think that might be my favorite record, but by the band. Some people it's their least favorite, and other people you know like for me it's like we used to click, (laughs) we used to click. (laughs) So that that would be the name of the record. We used to click. (laughs) We used to click. Um, uh, for me, for me, I um, I I think that I. The only thing I don't like about my playing on that record is it's just slightly reserved. But I felt, you know, right? Yeah. I was like, you know, I need to respect the song and play for the song. And right. for me, I was like, yeah, you can married in the middle a little bit. You know, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. you can respect and play the song and you can find the pocket and be very strategic about kick and, you know, uh, beat placement um, to try to push the song the, in the best way. But you can also fly off the rails a little. So, so, you know, which is good. So now I'm back to, I'm back. I feel like now I'm closer to a marriage of flying off the rails with a better pocket. (laughs) Well, I mean, it's funny you mentioned that because it's like, I mean, I think killed by an angel kind of sounds like rush a little bit, like your version of that anyway, not that that's a bad thing, but like, it's got that kind of adventure. (laughs) I I see what, I see what you mean. Yeah. I see what you mean. Although it's, but uh, I mean, not, not that it sounds like a rush. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But it's it's just, it's got that kind of, um, yeah. Sounds like a rock record. It's it's a, it's a big rock. It's an arena rock record kind of sound, Yeah, yeah, you know, like, and and not a bad way. Again, it just sounds, it's got a huge sound and like the songs like deliver differently than they would have like for earlier stuff. Yeah. It was produced. For sure. Exactly. I mean, you know, I mean, so, and uh, uh, Lou Giordano, who was, he did that Sugar Copper Blue record. He did the first ah, two. That's right. Yeah. He did the first two uh, Bob Mould records, the uh, Worksheet, or Workbook, Workbook, Worksheet, Workbook and Black Sheets of Rain. <laughs> worksheet would be the B-sides. <laughs> worksheet, Worksheets of Rain, Black, black Sheets of Book. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so yeah, and, and Lou was uh, really awesome to work with and a very nice guy. Very nice. So, yeah. So, uh, well, and that's, uh, and again, that that's one that still holds up, right? Like that, that's a good record. That's it. And that's, that's a, you know, I, I get, I know it's not as, you know, everyone loves Diary. Like that's, that's, that's the one that everyone like is going to latch onto. But like, I think Rising Tide is for the true heads to a certain degree. Yeah. I know you, yeah, I get, I get what you mean. I, I think that, um, so yeah, it was actually that. So it was those Rising Tide sessions where we were smoking a lot of, really horrible ditch weed out of an apple actually by the way so and there was this sort of romantic it's important to know. let the record it, state know. it yeah <laughs> well no so it, we were we were in upstate new york and uh it was massive snow everywhere you know yeah. and so you know and like you know what are you gonna do we lived in this little cabin and then we recorded in this big old church from the 1800s you know converted into a studio and that was a really it was a fun experience we were there for three months you know so it was very 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 cool fun you know i'd feel remiss yeah. if we didn't at least in passing mention the fire theft too because i think that's a, that's an interesting uh that's an interesting yeah thing. yeah yeah fire theft was um what i liked about the fire theft is that was my first time experiencing um making a record in your house yeah and um <laughs> right at least tracking you know what i mean at least tracking um although it was still different back then because we had to pay a lot of money to have all that gear sent up, you know, Brad's ticket to have it set up to uh, our house in Kirkland. And uh, then it looked like a, you know, like a 
cockpit of a 747 down in this little tiny room <laughs> yeah. of this old farmhouse. But like, so now technology is the way, you know, that it is to where you, you don't have to, you know. Yeah, you just, every, hey, here's my iPad. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, you, well, sort of to a certain degree. But I mean, yeah, yeah. So you, you, you can, uh, you can uh, have a minimal stuff with still having the same, you know, ability to. And, the, and that those early 2000s, that, that's kind of like when it seemed like things were starting to change as far as technology uh, coming come a long way that you could do more with, literally do more with less, right? Yeah, it was it was right at the cusp of that change when yeah. we were making that record. Like, it was like things got way better and what we had invested in gear-wise became obsolete all of a sudden like really quickly after that that was a little bit of an inconvenience yes. but but yeah but that was a but that was a really cool experience and it was ever since then that i've been like um then i made another record with this band i was doing called brawley banks we made it in that house and i just after that i was like man recording where you live is cool if you can find a decent room and you can kind of use the house as almost like an instrument and kind of experiment and find the sweet spots and experiment with sort of unorthodox mic placement it's pretty cool it's it's really fun and a lot more comfortable it's the studios can sometimes feel like you're at a dentist's or a doctor's office <laughs> right it's got that clinical feel yeah no absolutely yeah yeah you know what i mean yeah and it's like it almost kind of takes your energy away where it's like in the comfort of home there's just like a different sort of aspect that's i don't know i like better so. yeah and and, and... You know, there's a lot of talk of vibe when people are talking about records, but like vibe does matter, you know, like, does it put you at, at ease or does it make you feel discomfited? Well, that's going to affect the performance. It's going to affect. Yeah. I mean, the more comfortable you are, uh, you're usually going to be able to like, you know, perform or play better just because you're, you know, some people might argue that that's they disagree with that. They're like, no, everything needs to be messed up and it's got to be, you know, on in chaos and you have to, you know, be under the gun. And it's like, oh, OK, sure, I suppose if you want. But I kind of find that if you can be in a comfortable environment, it's pretty feels better. <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, <laughs> different strokes for different folks. But I <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> like if you if you like to have Phil Spector waving a gun at you, sure, go right ahead. But, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Definitely. You know. Well, I think that Sunny Day sort of reconvening is something that is um, like the, a pleasant surprise, like like a, a pleasantly unexpected probably is, is was the best way to put it. And it kind of seemed like it was just dudes doing it to, to do it. And like for, you know, not like didn't have like cash in feels or anything along those lines like it it just seems like hey let's there's a whole knowing there's like a whole generation or two that never really got the chance to like see that band play you know mm -hmm. that's a nice opportunity and and that's yeah no sunny day has never had a cashing in experience <laughs> <laughs> no yeah uh, not, not really yeah, your bailiwick I mean, you know. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, and, and, and that's never ever been the um, uh, inspiration behind me playing. But when right. you start to have kids, you start to go, you need to get paid, you know, gas money, maybe. I don't know, right. you know, but uh, 
but I mean, yeah, so we, yeah, we know, yeah, we never, yeah, man, that was bad luck because we signed to Time Bomb and pretty much when we were at the end of making that record, Time Bomb got dropped by Arista, they were a subsidiary of, I believe, and uh, they got dropped. And so then they were basically like, okay, well, you know, your record is basically going to kind of just exist be owned right and uh but yeah but uh yeah i mean we've never ever received any royalties to this day so (laughs) such a drag man we're just kind of crazy but i mean that's actually something that i or none of us have ever spoken said out loud before well to each other we have but uh yeah but yeah and then now uh now the rising tide was recently sold some company some company called Oh man, what is it called? Like bicycle something. I can't remember. Like, damn, I didn't even know. And uh, yeah, they they sold it to that company, and we're like, dude, uh, how do we get? How do we regain rights? Our rights, to that <laughs> right, rather than being treated around like an NFT or something, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We've been trying to figure out how how to go about that because it's literally. Because uh, yeah, just the music is bi- music business is is just is just historically and well, currently it's just really dirty, man. I mean, yeah, for the most part, you know, it's just like well, we'll just fuck them, and then if they can do something about it, well, then maybe yeah, they'll <laughs> be able to do something about it. But if they can't, so be it. You know, that's kind of the game. And. uh I've had a, I've had an, a, an entertainment lawyer say those exact words to me. It's like the game is screw you, and then if you can do something about it, maybe you will be not quite as screwed. But chances are you will not be able to afford to do anything about it. So that's I'm, the way it is. It's just good business. God, I, I'm, I'm just I'm just reminded of that Hunter S. Thompson quote. You know, the music business is a cruel and shallow money trench, a long plastic hallway where thieves and pimps run free and good men die like dogs. There's also a negative side. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yep. It's I so... think actually, I, I think I just came across that quote for the first time recently, actually, just stumbled upon it. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's, about, that's about right. It, it hasn't changed at all. I mean, it's just <laughs> the mechanisms for, for, for doing so maybe have, but yeah, it's... Mm-hmm. God, that's, yeah, that's, yeah. that sucks, man. That just, It just sucks that, like, someone wouldn't make that right, you know? Just, 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 it's all this opaque, casual cruelty. The, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's lame. It's lame, you know? It's like he, like I said, it's that, that kind of stuff, it's like, before, like, I know we would, I know Jeremy and I'd be like, ah, whatever. It's like who cares? It's like it's not, you know what I mean. It's like we are like so now we're in, we're not in it for the money anyway. But when you yeah. start to have kids, you start to go wait a minute, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right? Yeah, because you're it's about the kind of life you can provide for them, right? And and this is that that's a mechanism Absolutely. for doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. When there's yeah when there's hobbits involved, it's a whole different story. Got it. Got to take care no. of the Shire. <laughs> yeah, big time. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean. uh but and I, I I was for me I was hoping that like the way things were changing like with the, you know the power of the internet and social media and online streaming there would be this sort of like and I feel like there should there could there should be this 
way for artists to be able to take more control over yeah. like their own stuff, you know? And I think maybe, and if there's anybody that's successfully like, you know, done that and fi figured out a way to like adapt <laughs> to that and uh, um, utilize like technology to take control of their, uh, their, own rights to their music uh please let me know because uh i've been trying to figure it out and i haven't well i think yeah. you you know like you, you there's an assertion Bandcamp. Bandcamp's like the only like remotely artist friendly <laughs> player in the game whereas you know spotify is just it's, it's more the same with like different bosses taking it right sharecropping and if you look at like radio it's less insulting but if you if you look at it like lost sales like well the, the world's changed, man. The genie's out of the bottle. Yeah, well, yeah, well, assertions <laughs> on Spotify and, and Apple Music now. So, so, but, but know. like the idea that you yeah. can sell direct to the fan and like just remove the middleman that that's what everyone's idea of what, <laughs> of what the music world is now. And it kind of is, but there's also this other thing where people are like, hey, we found it a way we can make a lot of money with this. How cool. Yeah, no, I, I feel like it's it like, hasn't, oh. it hasn't been really successfully uh, hijacked in a good way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Right. By the people that actually should have more control over it. You know? There's there, there, there's in, there's some inroads, but it's certainly a war that <laughs> we'll go charitably say is not going great. But uh, you know, yeah. I mean, with Spotify, I mean Spotify, like for like artist plays. I mean, like so the artists don't even really get paid that much. No, really it's for... it's it's laughably. <laughs> Dude, we could we could talk yeah it's laughably small <laughs> yeah. and and again uh you know i'm not i'm not trying to talk trash it's their business model right yeah, yeah and again if you look at it like this is like radio okay then fine but the thing is it isn't like radio they've sort of trained folks to now, now listen in this way now rent your music from us don't own your music mm -hmm. yeah well yeah and then apple music now it's like you just pay one you know blow up you know price and then you have access to whatever music yeah. is there. And I have no idea how the hell they work that out as far as like. <sighs> Lots of backroom deals, I can assume, but. Uh, yeah, craziness. But yeah, I mean, so that said, you know, assertion.bandcamp.com, you can get the, you know, there's the, the vinyl options are fantastic. You can, you can buy the mm. digital there. It actually goes to the artist, which is kind well, of it's, uh, Everything goes to spark. <laughs> everything goes to. Spartan right now and then it'll uh, and then it'll, and it'll be filtered but but meaning that yeah yeah you're, you're like like whatever like you know a, a ten dollars for a digital copy of the record is going to go a lot more towards the artist than it will to like you know stream it ten thousand yeah. times uh you can get t-shirts yeah, all yeah. that kind of stuff um yeah no I yeah I uh I'm really excited for the new record though man I mean I'm I'm proud awesome, of the man. first record but yeah. it's just uh that that record was kind of like almost me sort of like figuring it out you know yeah like squirting the oil can on my you know, <laughs> oh, rust or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah you know like it was me trying to basically kind of like reawaken my 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 you know sort of relight the fire or whatever so um and then you know songwriting wise everything that we learned before from making the first record was the starting point for the second record so just the the production is going to be like a whole leap forward the songwriting is a whole leap forward yeah everything the playing is a whole leap. everything is just like elevated so i'm like i mean i'm really excited like i, I said here it. it's awesome the, 
No, I just the song like the songs that we're working on for the second assertion record is the is the the most profoundly um, sophisticated songwriting I've ever been a part of. I mean, and that's all Justin, man. Honestly, like that's Justin great. is a Justin is very very uh, uh, dude's a genius. He's prolific as unbelievably prolific he has these files on his computer and one says like 297 another one says like 306 another one says like 412 and those are all song ideas you know <laughs> so he's not the only one counting so, them. <laughs> so like they're all song ideas you know and like he'll he'll like he'll like we'll start going through them and we'll just i'll be like Whoa. right i'm like you know, and he's like, "Oh, this was from like 2006." <laughs> and I'm like, what? "Yeah, yeah, yeah, that's awesome." It's just crazy, you know. Yeah, so it's cool. There's so there's all these an endless supply of like ideas to basically take and build upon. But uh, but uh, we've only done that a few times. The rest of the stuff has been written just you know, for the most part, with the exception of like you know, uh, an additional riff. We basically get in the room, we rapid fire, and then bam, done. And on you so, go. Cool. I mean, yeah. I think I'm think intermission is a very interesting record, and it's it's it sounds like a very like a band that has an identity, an idea of like where it's going. You know, like that's that's great. And and the fact that yeah. like you got you already got new stuff on deck is fantastic. I, I mean, I'm sure that's going to be amazing as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that yeah, we. Yeah, I mean, it's to the point where we only we pretty much only play like maybe one or two of songs from that record anymore live. Wow, that's great. <laughs> because we're just like because I mean we like the songs and stuff from that record, but uh, ultimately it's like we're <laughs> this is like way way more interesting than new songs. Yeah, you're mo you're moving forward. You're 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 uh, yeah, yeah. growing as a band, and that's gonna be the new stuff's always gonna be more exciting. You know, that's there's nothing wrong. Yeah, with that, and it's but. Fun. But yeah, but no, it's like I said, it's different this time around because before I would only practice with my band, but now it's like I'm playing all the time. And I started yeah. teaching, so that's been interesting because, uh, you know, I've had to basically really sort of like explore my instruments so I can bring things to the table, you know, to teach. Because at first I thought I was going to be teaching kids that are starting out, but there's these a lot of drummers that have been playing for 30 or 40 years coming to me and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Excuse me for just a moment. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, and so, but that's been good. So I've, I've been like, I've been growing and learning uh, uh, more um, and more willing to actually do that now than I ever was before. So that's that's awesome. I, 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 I love that. Uh, William, this is, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for spending so much time with me. Uh, this is. Thank you. Everything I hoped it would be. So the only other thing I've got is that I. I'm sorry I, that it got. I'm sorry that it got so heavy, man. I I'm not. I didn't mean to, you know. Okay. So I'm not sorry at all. No apologies. That's. I think. I think yeah. stuff people need to hear. It's again, drag it yeah, out yeah, of the yeah. light, man. All right. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. Anyway, don't but uh, uh, I interrupted. Oh no! I was just gonna say, there's only it's, it's a can question. The only thing I ever ask, ask at the end of the show. You can choose to interpret it however you like. But why do you do what you do? Uh music you mean why do i do what i do like as far as music sure uh to 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 document the human experience well i'm glad you passed it 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and to pass the time, you said? <laughs> no, to pass it on. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's much time. better. That's because <laughs> I'm bored. No. Uh, yeah, no, to document the human experience. That's, you know, that's just like all art does, you know. So. That's awesome. Well, yeah. Oh, can we say hi to Griffin? Hi, Griffin. Hey, Griffin. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, well, thank you for your time. Th- thank you for your time. And uh, yeah, please come back sometime. This, this, this has been excellent. All right. Time. All right. Thank you. Take care, brother. Oh, there he goes. What a cool guy. How great was that, right? All right. Let's, uh, let's listen to some assertion. And um, yeah, thanks so much for tuning in, folks.
Seven by Sandy Real Estate. Love that jam. That's a ripper. Is this thing That's on? a ripper. And before that, we had, of course, the new hotness. That's Assertion. Name of that song is The Lamb to the Slaughter Pulls a Knife. That's off of the record that came out this year, people, called Intermission. It's good. Check it out. It's on Bandcamp. Uh, assertion. Bandcamp.com, I believe. I should have checked that before I started that sentence. But here we are. <laughs> so there you go. Mr. William Goldsmith. What an awesome time, right? Uh, it is assertion.bandcamp.com, by the way. The name of the show is Code Neutron's Protonic Reversal. Thank you so much for listening to it. This show is Thursdays, 8 Eastern, 7 Central, 6 Mountain, 5 Pacific. On Radio Nope. These days, streaming also Facebook, Twitch, YouTube, etc., etc., etc. If you like the show and want to get episodes sooner, $1 a month at patreon.com slash protonic reversal will help achieve that very achievable goal. Signing off. Thanks for everyone sharing the show around. Liking, subscribing, reviewing, all that good stuff. It's how people find the show. And uh, it's much appreciated. And I thank you. I've got 50,000 watts of power. Lots of cool stuff coming up, as always. Uh, Stay tuned. Watch this space. Kim Coletta's coming on. Uh, it's a couple things I can't quite talk about yet, and I really am trying and hoping that I can soon. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stick with it. Leaving reviews and stuff, that's always nice. Thank you if you do that. Helps people find the show. Anyway. Can you hear me now? Stay safe out there. Out on Route 128, dark and lonely. And take it easy. I got my radio on. Can you hear me now? 
any color at all. Welcome to my top ten. I'd like to thank our sponsor. But we haven't got a sponsor. Not if you were the last man on earth. She was prepared to prove it. This one goes out to a special girl. if there's no one there to receive. It's the end of radio. As we come to the close of our broadcast day, Radio. 